You know that we here at Contrary Gardens love to talk about award shows. Well, the Golden Globe nominations are out. My nephew Maxwell and I chat about it on this episode of Contrary Gardens. Shall we talk about the big one, which is the Golden Globe nominees that just got released? Do you want to start off by listing the TV shows? Because I know nothing about that stuff. Oh, I'd love to start with TV. So we want to start with, let's see. Oh, they have limited series performances. They have supporting roles. In the, oh, my God. This twenty. Okay, we're going to start with 27. Mm-hmm. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a musical, comedy, or drama television series. The nominee- I might also look this up. Just I I know that you're probably going to say a lot more than me, but I have the nominees on my phone anyway with Wikipedia. So great. I'll still look them up and wait for the thing to, but. I'll just say what I predict because I haven't watched any of these shows, I think. I have not seen any, but, well, I did see the last. Can I say the names in the shows? Sure. Okay, so in this category, it's John Lithgow in The Old Man. No idea what that is. Jonathan Price in The Crown. I did not watch that season. John Turturro in Severance. I did not watch Severance. Taylor James Williams in Abbott Elementary, one of my favorite TV shows. And Henry Winkler in Barry, another one of my favorites. I heard great things about Severance and technically all of those. Yeah. My prediction is that it's going to go to Henry Winkler for Barry. Ooh. I agree with you. I feel he's one of the favorites now, and he's just doing an exceptional job on that series. Well done. I have only seen the first season. (laughs) I can't comment. Oh, I feel like there's three seasons. Oh, it's so good. You're going to enjoy it so much. I, I feel like I'd really like it. I want to give it another shot. It's great because it's so dark. And he's just an artist with anxiety in the end. He's not really a hitman. <laughs> sounds, sounds like my type of show. Oh, you'd love it. I think you would love it. And and my goodness, there's so many TV ones. Let's go to category 26, which is best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a musical comedy or drama television series. My God, Maxwell, (laughs) titles of these categories are exhausting. So we got Elizabeth DeBecky in The Crown. No idea who that is. Hannah Einbinder in Hacks. Hello. Hello. Okay, I know that one. Julia Garner in Ozark. I feel like she won an Emmy last year. Uh, Janelle James and... Cheryl Lee Ralph, both from Abbott Elementary. Any prediction? Well, you did say Julia Garner won the Emmy, yeah. but you did also mention Elizabeth Debicki. Is that how you pronounce it? Wait, um, Hannah Einbinder? Oh, yeah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Debicki. Who... Oh, she was in The Crown. Yeah, and according to Wikipedia, she's playing Princess Diana. Oh, gosh. Well, she's going to win. That's what I was thinking, too. But you did mention Julia Garner. But you know what? I'm going to stick with Elizabeth Debicki, or however you pronounce her name. I'm sorry if she's listening to this. Oh, honey, she ain't listening to this. (laughs) That's very wonderful that you even said that. Okay, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a limited series, 
anthology series or motion picture made for television, these category titles are too long. <laughs> I say they, they uh, well, it's because like they try to do both movies and TV shows, but they only do like the simple categories, like, oh, let's just do acting for TV. What because like it's too hard to mention the people who actually write the shows, they only do the simple stuff for TV. They split the genres, but there are so many genres at this point to the point where you could just like say that for anything like, oh, what's the best action movie? What's the best horror movie? But the Golden Globes aren't going to acknowledge that because they want it to be simple. And their definition of comedy is too broad, in my opinion. But you were saying with best supporting performance by an actor in a limited series yes f murray abraham and the white lotus i i really i really enjoyed the series and i did watch the entire thing i'll say that dom hall gleason in the patient i don't know what that is <laughs> paul walter hauser in the black in blackbird huh richard Jen- jenkins in dahmer munster the jeffrey dahmer story seth rogan in pam and tommy just the fact that seth rogan is in a pam and tommy biopic i is- just find that i actually didn't know that he was in that series at all, and I just find that really funny. And is it a series? Is it a limited series or a it's, movie? it's a limited series on Hulu? And if you want to know how inept I am, I only know what that series is about because of a YouTube video focusing on the Motley Crew album that was released at the time of the scandal. Oh my god, Max, come on. That's nutty. So you know a little bit about it, the scandal. Yeah, I, I only know. Yeah, and they, I saw in the trailer, it like showed them advertising that album, which is said to be like really bad. But oh. that moment made me think, oh, maybe I should check this out one day. Well, yeah. I like the actress and the actor that play the main parts. I like both of them and other things. So I think I might enjoy it. But this okay. is going to What's your prediction for these five five guys, though? That's hard. I'm going to say, because I think Blackbird is a TV film that was we saw the red carpet for at TIFF, in case oh. you want to put that in there. Oh, that one? Yeah, that's the one. Well, that's about a lady like with cancer, right? Yeah, I think Paul Walter Hauser is going to win. Okay. That's my prediction. Your prediction? F. Murray Abraham, because he's old. (laughs) (laughs) And he was in Amadeus a million years ago. And I believe I want to see Amadeus so bad. Oh, you're going to love it. It's ridiculous. I'd love it. I love that. Uh, Let's go to uh, my God. So best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. And the nominees are Jennifer Coolidge for White Lotus. Just we don't even have to finish. That's all we have to say. She's going to get it. I'm looking at this. Yeah. As someone who hasn't seen any of these shows, I think yeah. they might give it to Aubrey Plaza. Oh, God. Aubrey Plaza is also nominated. I didn't read the whole thing. I love her. And also nominated are Claire Danes for Fleischman is in Trouble. No idea. Daisy Edgar Jones for Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, Under the Banner of Heaven is a powerful series with Andrew Garfield. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I just found out about it. I might oh, check it out. 
Oh, you're gonna love it. And Nisi Nash for Dahmer, Munster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Oh gosh, I, I, I admire all five of these women. I truly do. I didn't see Fleischman is in trouble, but I know Claire Danes. I admire all five of them. I'm still going with uh, Jennifer Coolidge. I gotta do it. All right, I like that. I like your, I like how you think. What do you think? Do you think Aubrey Plaza, really? I'm betting Aubrey Plaza because I feel like they're like, oh, everyone likes her now and everyone likes the White Lotus, but I don't know. Remember this more than anything about when you're talking to me about TV. I don't know. I keep forgetting. We're going to go through this quicker so we can get to the good, juicy movie stuff. Okay. Best performance by an actor in a limited series anthology or motion picture made for TV. Taron Egerton in Blackbird. Is he the guy who played um, Elton John? Elton John, yeah. Oh, God. Colin Firth in The Staircase. That looked like a like a lighthearted romp about murder. Andrew Garfield in Under the Banner of Heaven. Fucking love him. Evan Peters in Dahmer, Munster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. He That man has played so many torturous roles. And Sebastian Stan, who I love as the one-armed guy in the Marvel movies, it, this time he played Tommy Lee and Pam and Tommy. I'm giving On this... Wikipedia, one. it actually says the characters they are playing. I'm going to bet Evan Peters for the Jeffrey Dahmer story. I think he deserves it too. Let's give it to him. He's fantastic. Category 22. Is it okay if we move through TV quicker? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Best performance by an actress in the limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Jesus. George, sorry, Jessica Chastain for George and Tammy. I can't believe Jessica Chastain is playing another woman named Tammy. Um, yeah. just That's all she's going to do now. Julia Garner in Inventing Anna. That looked rough. Lily James, Pam and Tommy. I just adore her. Julia Roberts in Gaslit. Oh. And Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout. Oh, I'm giving that one to Julia Roberts. She played an amazing character. So good. I'm torn between Lily James and Amanda Seyfried. So, gun to my head, let's do Lily James because Pamela Anderson must have been a character back then or something. She was. She was a huge character. Okay, good. She did not agree to meet with her ahead of time, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> she would not meet with her to talk about it. It's fantastic. Okay, this is interesting. Best television limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. And they are Blackbird on Apple TV+. Plus. Who's got that? Dahmer, Munster. Oh, you have it? Oh, you're so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I used it for one movie, and then I'm like, okay, if the Oscar noms are going to be on here, I might. I think you'll have to watch Blackbird. Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, Netflix. The Dropout, Hulu, Pam and Tommy, Hulu, The White Lotus, HBO Max. I'm going I'm The White Lotus. All day, all day, all night, White Lotus. Best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy, Donald Glover in Atlanta, Bill Hader in Barry, Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, Jeremy Allen White, The Bear. Well, I have got to give this one to Bill Hader, because Barry is revolutionary. Revolutionary. I thought you were going to say one of the Martins and only murders in the building, which Uh, I guess I'm torn between Donald Glover because it's the last season of Atlanta, I think. And it's it's intense. It's it's a great series. I learned a lot. I loved it. And you know just... what? I'm going to do Steve Martin and Only Murders in the Building. Ooh, ooh. Okay, great. 
I'm like, and I want you to know that I'm not actually writing these down. So we're both going to have to remember what we saw. Are you writing these down? I'm, well, we're recording it. I could always put it back and write it down. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy. Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary. She's just going to be sweeping these days. Haley Coco in The Flight Attendant. Selena Gomez, Only Murders in the Building, Jenna Ortega in Wednesday. I've only seen still pictures of that. And Gene Smart and Hacks. Oh, boy. As someone who's heard the hype about Wednesday, I think they're going to give it to Jenna Ortega. That would be huge because these other ladies, this is a really strong category, just like the men, very strong category. I'm going with Quinta just because she's killing it right now. She's new and fresh. Okay, category 18, best television series, musical, or comedy, Abbott Elementary on ABC, The Bear on FX, Hacks on HBO Max, Only Murders in the Building, Hulu, and Wednesday on Netflix. What season of Only Murders in the Building is this? This is the second full season. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to go with Only Murders in the Building then. I'm going to go with Abbott Elementary. It's, it's, It's coming up strong. People are loving it. Super original, super fun. Um, okay, so good good one, though, Max. I'm enjoying your predictions on these. These are fun. Best performance by an actor in a television series drama. Jeff Bridges, The Old Man. Kevin Costner, Yellowstone. Excuse me, what year is it? <laughs> Diego Luna in Andor. Oh, that's the Star Wars thing, right? Yeah, I think so. It's the spinoff of Rogue One. All right, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, and Adam Scott for Severance. I'm betting Adam Scott for Severance. I'm with you. I feel he deserves it. He never got anything for Parks and Rec. He's been working hard for years out there making it happen. And I love him. He's adorable. Category 16, Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series Drama. Emma Darcy, House of the Dragon. Laura Linney, Ozark. <laughs> Imelda Stanton, The Crown. Hillary Swank, Alaska Daily, and Zendaya Euphoria. Oh. I'm going to let my Gen Z come out and say I'm betting Zendaya for Euphoria. I still want to watch Euphoria, even though I heard the season kind of blew, but I'll check it out anyway. I understand there was one episode that blew everybody's mind. I think that's the one that she got nominated for for the Emmys last year. I hear good things. I, I watched one or two episodes in the beginning and didn't go back, but I was told I should. So I will. Hey, we're still on television. Best television series drama. Better Call Saul. It's going to win. Oh, wait a minute. The Crown on Netflix. House of the Dragon, HBO Max. Ozark, Netflix, and Severance, ABC. Better Call Saul is going to win. You're right. Yeah, considering the Breaking Bad discourse and how people are. This last season was one of the best seasons in television. I think they're going to do Better Call Saul. I think you are 100% correct. There are, are we 20, finally on to movies? Yeah, 27 categories and 13 of them were TV. And now we're on to the 14 motion picture categories. I know you're excited. Let me pop in here real quick and say, hey, we're going to take a quick break. But come back to hear me and Max and our movie predictions. I swear I will actually know stuff about these. <laughs> we'll be right back. Contrary. 
And we're back. Okay, Max. Okay, do you want to read them since they're movies? Uh, you tell me the category. And actually, I have a lot of things to say about some of the nominees. So you read the category and the nominees. I'll just say my quick little thoughts and wants and prediction. Love it. Okay. Best original song, motion picture. Carolina, where the crawdads sing music by Taylor Swift, lyrics by Taylor Swift. Ciao, Papa by Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Music by Alexander Desplat, lyrics by Roban Katz and Guillermo del Toro. Hold My Hand, Top Gun Maverick, music by Lady Gaga, Blood Pop, and Benjamin Rice, lyrics by Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Lift Me Up, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, music by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, Ludwig Goranson. Oh my God, lyrics by the same people. Natu Natu, RRR, music by M.M. Caravani, lyrics by Kali, Banaravi, and Rahul Bigligan. I don't, I tried watching 30 minutes of RRR. It wasn't in the original language. So I had to like shut it off and say, okay, I will pirate this movie and Netflix my $2. And then I can finally watch this the way God intended. <laughs> so for original song, it's weird that they did pick Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio because most of the songs were pretty Oscar baby, in my opinion. I heard. Rihanna's song for Black Panther 2, but I don't remember it, but I'm going to predict that's what wins. Best original score, motion picture, Carter Burwell for the Banshees of Inisharan. Did I say it right? I think that's how you say it. Inisharan, that's how I say it. Inisharan. I want to say I don't think that's right, though. And it's not Innisfree, and I want to say Innisfree, and it's not that. (laughs) Alexander Desplat for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Hilder. Gunnatadir, Women Talking. Oh. Justin Hurwitz for Babylon. And John Williams, I thought he was dead, for the Fablemans. He's still- it's funny you mentioned John Williams, you thought he was dead, because, like, <laughs> when I was watching the Fablemans, I was like, no, oh, the music wasn't as good as I wanted it to. And, and then my friend said, oh, he's pushing, like, 90. He can do whatever he wants. I really thought he was dead. I'm shocked. Yeah. Finally, we get into a category where I can decide what I want. Okay, I'm going to do my predictions first, which is even though Babylon is the only movie I haven't seen here, I'm really looking forward to it because the man who made Babylon made two of my favorite movies of the 21st century with Flash and La La Land. Oh. I'm predicting there's going to be something big with the music there. So I'm predicting that's what wins or what I want to win. I really love the music in Women Talking and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. So I guess Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio should get it, but it's going to Babylon. I need to see Babylon, though. You do? Was it limited release? Uh, I think they did like an early screening for like Oscars voters and the limited release starts on December 23rd. Best screenplay, motion picture, Todd Field, Tar, Daniel Kwan and Danielle Scheinert. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Aren't they known as the Daniels? Yeah, they're known as the Daniels, but I think they want to do their full names. They should. Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Inisharan. Sarah Polly for Women Talking. 
Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner for the Fablemans. Tony Kushner wrote Angels in America. I know his name. Okay. I love how that's what you noticed. Like, oh, <laughs> the Fablemans. It was the guy who made Angels in America. Oh, yeah. And it's also made by some other guy. I don't remember his name. But okay. Okay. okay best screenplay. Yeah. I think I said this to my mom when the nominees were released. It's going to women talking because it's women talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what I want to win, uh, I love reading everywhere all at once so much. The way the character of Tar was crafted, I think that's what I want to have win. I won't be upset if the Daniels win for everything everywhere all at once, but I think it's going to go to women talking. So I don't know any of these movies and I have not seen not one of these movies except for part of Top Gun. So I don't even know if I heard Hold My Hand. So I'm not going to, oh, I will say any, you know what? I'm going to say something anyway. Best original song is going to go to Rihanna. I agree with you on that. We said that, but best original score is going to go to, now that I know that Justin Hurwitz is, is La La Land, it's going to him. Yeah. Thank what you. Best screenplay. Best screenplay is going to go to. I'm going with Todd Field. Oh, Todd. that's what you're predicting. Yeah, I think so. All right. So I actually hope you're right. We shall see. But now we've come to best director. Is it too soon, or shall I go to best director? You want me to say you can that? Be a best director. According to the Golden Globes, it doesn't matter. It's only the person that is responsible for the movie. I mean, it's so ridiculous to me that you can have a film nominated and have all the actors nominated and have the screenplay nominated and then they don't nominate the director. It, that's why the Oscars are so out of hand because now it's like 12 or 11 people in every category. I'm fine with the 10 nominees for Best Picture just because it exposes people to more films. That's true. But I see your point. Okay, Best Director Motion Picture, James Cameron, Avatar, The Way of Water. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Baz Luhrmann for Elvis. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Maxwell. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann directed Elvis. Moulin Rouge man. Yeah, I am aware. I I don't I, hate Moulin Rouge as much as I used to. Oh, Mazel Tov. That's wonderful news. Okay, Martin McDonough, the Banshees of Inish... Inish I want to say it right. Inish Aaron. Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans. Best director... Who's it going to be, Max? I'm going to predict because this movie has is so stylized and anyone with a brain can see that. I'm predicting it goes to everything, everywhere, all at once. I haven't seen Avatar 2 yet. No. I'm going to wait till I could see that in an IMAX 3D screening because mm -hmm. that's what I did with the original Avatar this year. So... What a great way to prepare to see the second one. It's a sequel to the highest grossing movie of all time. I don't love Avatar necessarily, but if James Cameron intends for it to be seen in an IMAX 3D screening, I'll see it in an IMAX 3D screening. 100%. Well, I'm going to give this one to the Daniels too, because I, I would like a film like Everything, Everywhere, All at Once to get a lot of recognition because I love the message of the movie and I love the way it was made and I love that I saw it twice and I need to see it eight more times to really get it <laughs> there's so many images thrown in your face yeah I get that Ugh. 
Ready for category 10 is best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Barry Cogan in The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Brad Pitt in Babylon. Is there a movie that Brad Pitt hasn't been in this year? <laughs> Kihu Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Eddie Redmayne, everyone's favorite revolutionary. In the good nurse. I'm glad you only remember Eddie Redmayne for Lamez because I only remember him for Jupiter Ascending. Oh my God, probably other people remember him for the Harry Potter animal movies. Oh, I hate those movies. But okay, on to what I'm predicting. Uh, I'm going to also do what I did for director and predict what I want to win because of the story surrounding this actor. And say Kihu Kwan is going to win for everything, everywhere, all at once. Who is Kihu Kwan? Kihu Kwan is the husband in everything, everywhere, all at once. And if you don't know the story, if you don't pay attention to movies, he was short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. He took a break from acting for 30 years, was looking for jobs that he could work for as an adult. Then he saw everything everywhere all at once needed a supporting actor or actor for the role and was like okay i'll I'll start in this and it was probably my favorite performance of the year ignoring the story just based on like how well he plays the character i love him as short round and i love him in this movie he plays eight or nine different characters in this movie probably three but (laughs) he plays a lot of different at least he definitely plays more than two yes it's more than two. I love the suave guy in the tux. I don't know. I just, I just love it. Okay, number nine. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. We got Angela Bassett in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Carrie Condon, the band She's of Anna Sharon. Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once. They nominated <laughs> the wrong woman. <laughs> he did. Dolly DeLeon in Triangle of Sadness, which is a very strange title for a movie. And Carrie Mulligan for She Said. Oh, that's that. That's that Harvey Weinstein movie. I saw the trailer for She Said when I was in the movies one day and I saw two things. One, it's way too early for a Harvey Weinstein movie. And two, how come no one told me there was going to be a Harvey Weinstein movie coming out? And I think I told my mom about it. She said, oh, who's playing Harvey? And I'm like, Harvey's not a character. How do you make a Harvey Weinstein movie where Harvey Weinstein is not a character? This is just oh my, my God. character going. They don't have him in the movie? I don't think they have a character. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So who knows? Maybe they will. I've only seen three of these movies, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, and Triangle of Sadness. I'm trying to... Rem- I think I do remember the character of... Abigail, which is played by Dolly DeLeon in Triangle of Sadness. Oh, okay. Yeah, she is the best performance in the movie, I guess. I don't know. I just remember, like, really laughing at the puke scene and thinking the movie looked visually interesting. (laughs) I love that. But I'm going to predict Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. What I want to win is Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Inisharan, mostly just because I remember like thinking like this is a good character, and they forgot to nominate the daughter and everything everywhere all at once. Oh my God, that's who should have been nominated. 
Yeah, she was so great. Oh, she's so great. My God. Yeah, but it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Everybody gets excited. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, it's the reason Halloween ends, the stupidest movie of all time, or has at least the stupidest last 30 minutes of all time, <laughs> is like such a big hit or something. I, I can't even. I can't even with that. I can't even. Well, I predict it's going to be Carrie Mulligan because I feel like she's a big deal right now. Okay, I'll see she said and get back to you. Please let me know. I'd love that. Category eight is best motion picture, non-English language. All Quiet on the Western Front, Germany. Next film is Argentina, 1985. Argentina, close. Belgium, France, Netherlands. Decision to Leave, South Korea. RRR, India. This is going to hurt to say because my favorite movie of 2022, not counting the two movies I haven't seen, which are The Whale and Babylon, are that I'm really excited for, aren't in this. Yeah. Is, well, Decision to Leave is my favorite movie of 2022 so far. Oh. I don't think it's going to get it. I think it's going to go to RRR mostly because like that movie was like so popular. Oh. And I think that's what they want to give it to. Just be like, hey, a Bollywood movie, you get a Golden Globe. Well, yeah, it, it, it does sometimes lean that way. But Close is A24. I'm trying to remember if I've seen the trailer for that movie. I I know oh. I want to see All Quiet on the Western Front because it's a remake of a Best Picture winner, but I'll check out these nominees when the dates get closer. Love that. Okay, Best Picture Animated, you ready? Ready. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Oh, wait, you didn't do your... What do you think is going to win Best Foreign Film? Okay, I'm going to go with uh, the only one I've ever, ever heard of even is All Quiet on the Western Front because it's an old Ernest Hemingway book. Best Motion Picture Animated, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Inuo, whatever that is. <gasps> Marcel the Shell with shoes on! I want that Ooh. to win so bad. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and Turning Red. What's it going to be, boy? Oh, uh, okay. I wanted to go to Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I think that's a great movie. Yeah. However, it's not going to go to Turning Red. And considering the hype surrounding Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, some of it's deserved because I actually really like that movie. Yeah. I think it's going to go to Pinocchio. I think Marcel the Shell with shoes on is too artsy for them, even oh. though it's like really accessible. Yeah. And relatable and wonderful and adorable. Well, I'm going with Marcel because I'm always going to vote for Marcel because I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great. It's one of my favorites of the year, but I think they're going to go more traditionally with Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That's just me, though. It probably will. You're right. Okay. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. We've got Diego Calva in Babylon, Daniel Craig in Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, Adam Driver in White Noise. Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin, Ralph Fiennes in The Menu. I wanted to go to Colin Farrell, even though I haven't seen Babylon or The Menu, mostly because I just really love that performance in Banshees of Inisherin. Okay. I wanted to go to that. I think it's going to go to Daniel Craig because of Glass Onion, just because of like how that character is and like how they're like, oh... Daniel Craig, you can carry a trilogy, even though you've already done it before with James Bond. I think they're going to do that. He's already, what did you say he's done it before with? James Bond. 
Oh, James Bond. Was that only three movies he made? Five. Oh, I was going to say, hold on. Ugh, five? Yeah, well, three of them I like. Okay. I've uh, fallen off the James Bond. Uh, Casino Royale is really good if you want to check that out. Which one? Casino Royale, the first Daniel Craig movie. I feel like that's a remake, too. I think it is, but it's really good. I will check it out. And I got to tell you, I enjoyed Glass Onion a lot. So I will I will say that Daniel Craig will win for me because I love that movie. Okay. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, picture musical, or comedy. Leslie Manville in Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. That's a funny title. <laughs> Margot Robbie in Babylon. What? Anya Taylor-Joy in The Menu. Emma Thompson in Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. And Michelle Yeoh in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Do we even need to discuss it? I want it to go to Michelle Yeoh. I think it's going to go to Michelle Yeoh. That being said, I've only seen two of these movies. I'm with you. But is Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, is that the one where Emma Thompson's like fooling around with the younger guy? I have no idea. I honestly, look. Yeah. <laughs> my my hobby is paying attention to movies. Yeah. I've never heard of Good Luck to You, Leo Grande. These are movies that are coming out just on streaming services. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that went right to streaming. If that went to a theater, it didn't even get warm. It like ran through the theater and no one saw it. Best motion picture. Oh my God, there's only four categories left and they're all best motion picture. But there's also actor and actress. Should we do actor and actress first? Let's do motion picture, musical, or comedy. Okay. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Babylon, The Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and Triangle of Sadness. I just love the title. <laughs> I love the title. It is a funny movie. I just wish it ended like, 30 minutes beforehand with a certain moment happening that mm-hmm. me and my friend, when we saw it, we both agreed, like, if it just ended here, we would consider it on the level of Dr. Strangelove in terms of, like, current satire. Oh, wow. But it just went on and just kept going in. The only one I haven't seen is Babylon, so I'm going to have to eat my words when I finally see that, but... I want Everything Everywhere All at Once to win, and that's what I'm predicting, because that's a movie that everyone really likes, and I think they want to go popular. I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I'm, I'm definitely in, in your camp on Everything Everywhere All at Once. Just such a delight. And we're moving on to Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. Austin Butler in Elvis. Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Hugh Jackman. In the Sun, Bill Nye in Living, Jeremy Pope in The Inspection. The I'm only still- one I've seen here is Elvis. I really want to see The Whale because I heard amazing things about Brendan Fraser. Yes. I'm going to keep take this into consideration. You ready? Yeah. Brendan Fraser said he won't attend the Golden Globes even if he's nominated because of like some abuse that he got some of the members. So I think they're going to look at that performance and say, we don't care how good you are. We don't care how good the movie is. I'm 
saying this even though I haven't seen the movie, but you know what I mean. Yes, so yeah. I am predicting that Austin Butler is going to win because he played Elvis Presley, who doesn't like people who play celebrities. What are the other three movies even about? I know The Son is from the same director as that Anthony Hopkins movie, The Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Infection I was going to see, but I had a trip planned around that time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about a gay guy who joins the Marines for his mother's approval, living I've never heard of. No. Well, I'm I'm going to go with uh, Hugh Jackman just because he's fun. But I don't think they'll give it to Brendan Fraser because he literally has said he will not come. And yeah, he, that's what I think is going to happen, too. Yeah, they, yeah, they won't give it to him. Only two categories left. Are you ready for the last two categories? I am ready. Okay, I don't even know if we need to go over this one. I feel like I already know the No, I don't know the answer. This is complicated. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Kate <gasps> Blanchett in Tar. Olivia Coleman, Empire of the Light. Viola Davis in The Woman King. Ana Del Armas in Blonde. Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. It's weird that they put Michelle Williams in the lead actress category because I consider her more supporting since it's more about her son getting, like, interested in filmmaking and stuff. Wow. I mean, I would nominate her for Best Supporting Actress. This... I don't think they're going to give it to Ana de Armas, even though I'm in the camp that believes that. Yes. Blonde is not a good movie. Oh. She does an amazing job in that movie. Oh. She, if you ignore the fact that she still kept her Hispanic accent for a character like Marilyn Monroe. My God. She is given so many challenges that she really pulls off, regardless of the accent. However, here's what I want to win. Mm -hmm. Kate Blanchett, just because I love more characters in performances rather than like oh look I played a famous person or or like look at how well I mimic them and stuff rather yeah. than like oh it, I just like when an actor more embodies the character so yeah. I want Kate Blanchett to win who I think is gonna win I'm betting Viola Davis for the woman king you know what everybody else could cancel each other out and it could be it could be a, also she's well loved. Um, yeah, exactly. She's well loved. The movie is well liked. I hear she does a good job. Blonde is too risque for them. Yeah. The Fablemans could go either way. Kate Blanchett as Tar is amazing, but I think they'll be turned off by the movie in general. I'm betting Woman King. So, what's your prediction? I'm going to say Kate Blanchett just because of the gravitas that she comes with. Because Olivia Coleman's just started to win, and Kate Blanchett is kind of, she's got that staying power and consistency and talent and the ability to play every single role differently. Olivia Coleman is amazing, but she hasn't gotten the recognition she deserves. I feel like they're going to play it safe and give it to Kate Blanchett. That might be true. I haven't seen Empire of Light, though, but I want to for her and Sam Mendes. What was that horrible movie last year? Was it The Daughter? Was that called? The Lost Daughter, yeah. She tried her hardest with such a terrible character, though. The worst. Was such a bitch. (laughs) Yelling at the kids in the movie theater. There's only one category left, Maxwell Keller. One. Do it. 
and it is Best Motion Picture Drama. And the nominees are Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis. Where the fuck is everything everywhere all at once? That was in comedy. Oh, right. This is drama. The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick. That's a drama? According to... That's what I mean when I say the Golden Globes don't make any sense. First of all, the first one's animated. The second one's a biopic about a music celebrity. The second one's a biopic about a filmmaker. Four is a is just Cape Blanchett having a good time. And the fifth one is an action movie. These are not dramas. I would say Tars. Tars I would only say Tar is a drama. All right. Elvis is debatable. Avatar The Way of the Water, I haven't seen yet, so let's wait for that. The Fablemans, that's, I'm not sure about that. Even like my friend who loves Spielberg said it's like his funniest film. So, well, if it's his funniest film, why is it a drama? I don't freaking know because it had emotional moments. That's the only thing I can think of. So, Golden Globes people don't get humor. Go ahead. They don't. And so here's what I want to win, even though I haven't seen Avatar 2 yet. Yeah. Tar. That movie is one of the best movies of the year. They won't give it to that because it's more of a slow burn and Mm -hmm. the Hollywood foreign press only pretends to like slow burns if they get enough money for it. And I don't think Tar is going to give them that much money. So So I'm going to play... I'm going to play risky and say the Fablements is gonna you're a maniac okay Fablements I'm gonna say tar I'm going with tar I hope you're right I think they're gonna rise above and do the right thing they better I hope they do Maxwell you and I just went through 27 categories of the Golden Globe nominations that's a lot in an hour it is too much I think that was too much for too many categories, not a lot of substance. Well, I'm I'm blown away. And let's remind ourselves when the actual awards will be presented. So let me get on that page. January 10th, 2023. I got it. Oh, you're so good. January 10th? Yeah. What? It's almost here. Yeah. So now we got a lot of movie watching to do. I got Avatar 2, Babylon, mm-hmm. Still Need to See the Woman King, Empire of Blade. <laughs> I want to remind you that you're going to be staying up on January 10th to watch the Golden Globes. Well, don't forget to get up early the next morning because that's when the Screen Actors Guild Award nominations come out. And that's just 15 categories and it's all actors and actresses and ensembles. And that's the union your aunt's in. So it's very important. Congrats. I think I know what's going to win Best Ensemble, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I hope so. I really, really hope so. Any last words for our people? Well, the last time I had, I was on the podcast, I learned it was Kristen Stew- anti-Kristen Stewart propaganda. So I'm going to end it with that. She does a great job in Spencer, and you should see him, Mary. Oh, my God. That was a year ago. Let I know. It go. <laughs> I still didn't see Spencer. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. It's such a good movie. Oh, I will, I will, I will, okay. Well, I haven't even watched the new season of The Crown. I'm way behind. Well, I I can't thank you enough for letting me pick your brain. I appreciate you having me on here. Absolutely, you're a delight. And so ends another fun episode of Contrary Gardens. Thank you for joining me. 
and listening to me and my nephew Maxwell talk about movies. Have a great week. I'll see you guys next time. Stay hydrated. Hi.